freedom of the press. One of the five freedoms guaranteed to U.S. citizens by the First Amendment. Like all five, democracy could not stand without freedom of the press. It is a vital part of the American society, and without it, how would American people know what's going on? Here's Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist and editor of the Storm Lake Times pilot, Art Cullen, on the importance of a free press. Free press, it was recognized by the nation's founders as, uh, you know, the uh, foundation of, of an informed civic debate. And uh, you can't, obviously, you can't have a civic debate without a free press, as we're seeing right now in Russia. Uh, that's what a free press means to me. It's the foundation of, of an informed democracy. To be informed is so important to a functioning democracy. And according to Iowa Public Radio reporter Grant Gerlach, this is important to keep all levels of government in check. There's a reason that a free press was important in the foundation of the country. It is an institution that holds power accountable on the federal uh, all the way down to the most local level from you know your school board to the white house reporters are there to to tell the public what's happening in places of power and to provide that window to what's happening and also to um to check the comments that the politicians make to make sure they're being honest watchdogs is a common name for the free press they keep the government at all levels in check by informing the public of what's going on. But what happens when the very people the press is trying to inform doesn't trust them? Studies have shown over the past two decades, society's trust in the press has declined. People don't believe what the press is saying. Here are some thoughts of college students at Buena Vista University on the free press. On a scale of one to 10, how much do you trust the media and why? Um, probably a two because you can't trust anyone but yourself. I would say about a four because sometimes it has insightful information, but other times you gotta really look at it and analyze it. Probably like a two because I feel that it is very misleading at times and I don't always trust what it has to say. I trust local media, seven. Uh, national media, three. Uh, local, I don't feel like they have any reason to lie. They're just reporting what's going on, and uh, a lot of people rely on that. Uh, the national news, I feel like people are always trying to push an agenda, so they're going to twist and uh, contort stories to meet their narrative. These students and many others don't trust the press. A lot of it having to do with misinformation seen in the press. This causes many problems, including destroying the public's trust in the free press. I think uh, misinformation just sort of creates chaos in the information stream. It, it makes it harder for people to discern what's, what's up and what's down as far as facts go. It undermines sort of the, the basis of what people are understanding. And I think that's a sign that things like misinformation, things like political polarization, uh, perhaps inequality, social media in different ways that it affects how information and, and, and people communicate. With the destructive and intentional nature of misinformation, when does misinformation become propaganda? It's mainly driven by propaganda. And 
um, the idea of propaganda or spin, where without a strong narrative uh, of uh, based on facts, you can't have you get a distortion of reality, and and then so you have political money coming in since something called the Citizens United ruling uh, that has created whole new media channels based around partisan disinformation and prop propaganda. The Supreme Court case, Citizens United vs. Federal Election Commission, was ruled in 2009, with a split decision 5-4 ruling for Citizens United. They were a nonprofit group that challenged the rules of campaign financing. The court ruled that it violated free speech to limit the independent political spending of a corporation or group, meaning corporations can spend unlimited amounts of funds on campaign advertising as long as they are not formally coordinated with a political party or candidate. Foundation of mistrust, and again, it's all fed by dark political money, um, these political action groups that have been flourishing since the Citizens United ruling, saying that you there can be no restriction on political speech, and so you can dump as much money into these packs as you want, and they can spend as much as they want, completely unregulated and unseen. Uh, you know, nobody knows who's sponsoring the, this propaganda. The propaganda and misinformation can be spread in a lot of ways, and one of the biggest ways is social media. Oh, 50 years ago or something, people would read the daily paper and they would watch the nightly news. People now are more likely to, you know, check their Twitter feed or their Facebook feed and maybe listen to a podcast. I, I don't even know sometimes. To the extent where that the people have gone to different places, that disrupts the, you know, the travel of reliable information because there's less reliable information mixed up in there. Uh, the problem is social media and Facebook. I don't know what you do about that in this environment of uh, limitless money pouring in to social media to try and distort people's thinking. While national press are highly mistrusted by the public, the same can't be said for the local press. According to Pew Research, 75% of Americans report at least a moderate trust in the local news organizations. Some uh, TV person comes in from New York, drops in and, and spends one day, and comes back with a story about the culture of Iowa uh, and the political culture of Iowa that doesn't bear any relationship really to the reality that, that we're, you know, white racist backwater hicks. At the Stormlight Times, I can't portray Iowans that way because they, they know better, and I know better. Part of that might be just that they feel they have a more personal relationship with local news people. Um, maybe they've actually interacted with the reporters. People are probably more likely to watch their local television news. I don't know, to, to identify with those people as part of their community, which would make it more difficult to just discount them and to say, I don't, I don't trust what they say. So the local press has some trust of the people but the national press has very little. According to studies, 67% of adults deal with confusion while consuming news. As well, 70% of adults go to social media first for their news. So with the spread of misinformation being so high in large part due to the Citizens United ruling, how can the public make sure they stay informed? I think it's like people have to retrain themselves like just media literacy. And 
and I guess they'll have to just take it upon themselves, you know, to to be able to differentiate between um, quality source of information and a questionable source of information, to be skeptical about things that just come across their screen. All we can do is, is continue to urge people to support the facts, you know. And the New York Times and the Washington Post and the Wall Street Journal and I guess it's CBS News are doing that. They're doing everything they can. Like I said, I think some of the best journalism that's ever been done is being done right now. The oversaturation of the news industry and the outlets that spread information are part of what gives the press as a whole a bad name. Sinking itself along with the entire ship. I want people to believe what I'm doing and to trust what I'm doing. So, well, they say a rising tide lifts all boats, right? So if a falling tide sinks all boats, then that's not good for, for me or what I do or for what Iowa Public Radio does. Um, so it makes sense for us to, to have our principles and to stand by them, but we can't necessarily just ignore what's happening in the rest of the industry either. With this conundrum of a news industry and the free press, we still have to look for the truth. You know, that's the breakdown of democracy is when uh, people abandon a common set of facts, that the sky is blue and that the earth spins around the sun. You know, those are facts. <laughs> and uh, uh, They can't be avoided. I call that civic ignorance. I encourage you all to start taking a second look at the news you consume. Ask yourself, where did it come from? And is this a reliable source? The decline in trust of the national press has validity, but what really needs to be done is Americans need to decide who of the national press they should trust in order to stay informed.